Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezi Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive into the show. Today we are talking about why are your periods awful? Why are your hormones driving you crazy? what you can do about it, what's going on, how you can alleviate some of the symptoms, and what are some of the two key things that everybody can do to support their sex hormones and create more balance and balance out their hormones, whether you're perimenopausal, whether you're PCOS, you've not had a period, whether your periods are heavy, whether they're irregular. I'm sharing with you some of the key foundations that will help wherever you sit on that spectrum, wherever you are. Um, and I'm explaining with you about how you can create, how, how basically your periods can be zero drama and really serve you instead of, as a lot of women experience, feeling like they hinder you, they're an inconvenience, they're shameful, they're embarrassing, they're annoying, because that doesn't necessarily need to be the case. It's normal, it's common, sorry, that that is the case, but it's not necessarily normal, okay? So that's what we're talking about today, and I love talking about periods, so I am ramped up, <laughs> sun is shining. Um, I've had a coffee. I'm in my little office where it's quiet. So that's exciting. We're going to be looking at that today, but otherwise I hope you are well as you are listening to this. I will be in the middle of my Energize program. So you can still hop in and catch up on the old recordings and the workshop and all of these kind of things. Um, I'm so glad so many of you joined. We are having a lot of fun in there, which is exciting. Um, I've also... I mean, I'm recording this before I go on holiday, but I will have come back from holiday by this point. So I'm hoping it was a good time. <laughs> this is the problem when you batch stuff in ahead of a time. Uh, but yeah, those are some things happening. Otherwise, this week has just been mainly getting started with some new clients, which has been exciting. I have had lots of clients um, using continuous blood glucose monitors. I took mine out the other day and I should maybe do a podcast on that. That would be interesting. Um, so some really interesting stuff coming back about that. Um, so that's been fun. So just helping clients with the energy. And again, that's, we'll talk a little bit about that in this um, in this episode. Um, but yeah, just seeing clients also chasing up some testimonials from past clients that I've wrapped up with recently. And it's just so encouraging to hear. Because to be honest, I forget sometimes like how powerful this work is. And um, because, you know, it's just me and well, it's not just me. I actually have a lot of help and a VA and internet help, like website and various things but um it's just really powerful I yeah just sometimes we get and then clients are like oh my goodness this has changed 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 and you're like okay wow this is incredible um or I had a client a past client um email me to tell me they were pregnant which is exciting clients tell me even afterwards that their skin is still improving like this months after we've worked together their pain levels have gone, their sleep is better, that their whole family, their whole like relationships have shifted because of how healthy they feel. And anyway, all that stuff. So I do love doing, I do love the work that I do. It's a real gift. Anyway, didn't, that was a tangent. I didn't mean to go down. So <laughs> we're talking about periods today. Um, I don't think I have any more updates to have. Oh, booking in your character call. It's been so awesome to chat with you. If you haven't booked in your call, I offer two, one, two of these a week, two free calls a week. Um, I make space in my calendar. I'd love to chat with you if you are feeling stuck and fed up. Um, but otherwise, let's get on with today's show. Um, talking all about periods, bleeding, all the exciting things. 
did you hear that I'm doing a fun new thing? This is going to be something that's going to help take stuff off your to-do list. You are going to feel so much clearer, less overwhelmed, really focused, feel really motivated when it comes to your health and knowing what to eat. It's going to be something that's going to make your life easier and it's going to be free and I'm offering it every week. And no, it's not the podcast because the podcast does all those things as well. But you know, I'm ramping it up and making it even better because I really know that you can feel better. I know that I can help. And what I'm offering every week is two free clarity calls. These are free 20, 25 minute Zoom chats with me where you get my eyeballs on your health. And there's twofold purpose for these. What we'll do is over that 20, 25 minutes, because this is something I'm trained in and do every day, I will be able to glean more of, okay, what is going on? What are some of your root causes? I'll be able to begin to figure out what are some of the key imbalances happening. And you will leave with clarity of what to focus on. What are the right next steps for you? These calls are also an opportunity where we can find out more about working together. Would that be a good fit for you? What would that look like? What would the lab tests look like? What would your personalized program be? And how would that work together? I would love to have one of these calls with you because, you know, I love what I talk about here on the podcast is having that personalized approach based on your unique body. But I can't do that when I'm doing a podcast that thousands and thousands of people listen to. But in a conversation, I know that after 20 minutes, I can help you gain so much more clarity of what is really going on with your health. What are the main problems to solve and what your next steps are? And that might be working with me. If I feel like I can help, I will let you know and you can decide and we can go through that or it might not be but you will be clear on what are the next steps I know so much of the time people are googling they're reading they're getting contradictory advice and in the end they're not making any progress still feeling stuck so I want to give you this for free help give you give you the gift of clarity cheesy as it sounds so if you want one of these free calls I'm making space in my calendar for two each week so it'll just roll on and when each week's full up they'll be booked up and they'll be done on zoom and you can book in at kezia hall k-e-z-i-a-h-a-l-l.com forward slash book so that's keziahall.com forward slash book book in your free clarity call you can also find the link in the show notes on instagram i would love to chat with you these are really fun they're going to be really informative but also chilled zero pressure um yes we'll talk about working with me if i think honestly that's going to be a good fit and if you want to but these are not like i don't know high pressure calls they're meant to be fun they're meant to be helpful and I would love 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 for you to gain more clarity so that you can start solving the right problems in your body and in your health and therefore see results with more speed and more ease that's that's really what we want right so book your call keziahall.com forward slash book b-o-o-k you can just go to keziahall.com as well and you'll see at the top book a clarity call you can book in there I would love to chat with you I really really would So pause this right now. Pause, go book in, come back. Okay, I'm looking forward to chat and let's get on with today's episode. We're talking periods today. Yay. I love periods. I love hormones, fertility, your cycle, wherever you're at, this is going to be a helpful episode. So you might listen to this and you're like, "Mm, I'm kind of perimenopause or you might listen to this and you're like, Kezia, my periods are non-existent. You might listen to some being like, I hate my periods, or maybe you're struggling with fertility issues. I'm going to be talking about some of the key foundations that will help all of these things. Honestly, I know that might sound a little bit like 
no, 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 no. But on it, but listen to me. These things will really help whether you're perimenopause, menopause, whether you're trying to get your period back, whether your period is miserable. These are some of the key foundations, okay? And if you want more, like personalized details and help, that's what my clarity calls are for. Those free calls every week, I offer two of them. We can chat about working together, but also we'll talk about, you'll get clarity of what is maybe happening exactly for you, okay? So I wanna share some of the big picture stuff here because it's thousands and thousands of people listen to this. But if you want that personalized help, that's what coming to working with me is for. And if you're not sure about that or you just want a bit of help and clarity, book a free clarity call. There's no pressure. It doesn't commit you to anything. Okay, but anyway, sidetracked. Periods. I honestly love periods, but it has, hasn't always been this way. I used to hate my period because I feel like I've kind of ran the gamut of all the, the annoying, well, not all of them, but some of the annoying things. Like first of all, periods were really heavy and really painful. Then they were really, they, my cycle was really short. Oh, and at university, it just like disappeared for a while. Like I just go months without it. And then it would come back and it was irregular for the first, I don't know, decade of my life. I got my periods really early, then it was really heavy and then it was really painful. And then, eh, you know, all the things like the classic story I use is that I was at a wedding and my period was really irregular so I didn't know when it was coming so it just arrived and I literally just had to go and lie in a dark room I think it was the baby feeding room turn the lights off until I didn't have any drugs with me um until somebody could go get me some drugs come back take them give them half an hour to kick in and then I could function again as a human it was like I was not going to be functioning until then. Also, I needed sanitary products, otherwise I'd just like flood everywhere. Um, not fun, but I love my periods now. They are incredible. I feel like they're my superpower. I re- I've been pregnant for like what, 18, 20 months out of the last couple of years, and I really missed cycling. I missed my periods um, because I think when you can A, make them really healthy and really heal them, then they can become such an incredible way to live your life and a real superpower. I honestly think that. Um, but you need to have, it needs to be, they need to be balanced first. So I want to kind of talk about that. So let's talk first about this tension between um, being cyclical beings and also what our expectations are. So as if you have a female, if you have a uterus, well, and you're a female, even if you've had a hysterectomy and you maybe you don't have a uterus anymore, you are a cyclical being. We, we if, if our expectation is to feel the same every day, we are constantly going to be disappointed because that is not our DNA. Our DNA causes us to have various, live a life where we are cyclical. That's just the way that it is. And in meaning, but our world is set up for a consistency and more of a masculine, uh, a male biology in that every day, same, show up, same, 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 same. Because that's generally how uh, a man's hormonal flow works. Women's is like over 28 days, 25 days, 35 days, wherever it is. And so we've got to, ex- that, that needs to become a part of our expectation that we are seasonal is another nice way of thinking about it. if you think about this four parts of your cycle and within each cycle there's like the four seasons represented or symbolized of um winter spring summer autumn and if you just think about that if you live in the northern hemisphere or southern hemisphere if you basically if you live in a place that experiences seasons because some places on the earth don't 
then you'll know there's a really different energies, different things, different outcomes. And that is how our body is meant to be if it's at optimal fertility. And that's not a bad thing. It's not like, you know, summer is worse than spring or autumn is worse than summer or it's just different times. So that is, it's really helpful to have that and to understand that society and various systems has made that not okay. But our changing energy, the change in how we feel is is healthy and normal and it's potentially the environment that we're in that makes us think it should be otherwise and it necessarily shouldn't, okay? So we cycle, we have seasons. This is a really powerful part of who you are as a human, of your unique DNA. It's an incredible part of who you are. But pain, flooding, heaviness, all of these things are not normal. So, and just to kind of dive into this, these are the things that I have seen in my practice, things that, symptoms that clients have come to me, come to me having in the past. So painful periods. This is when clients have had periods that are so painful for days and days on end, and they're on super strong painkillers for one day, two day, three day, four day, five days, and they cannot function without their prescription from the doctor and constant pain medication, like literally cannot function, take time off work, it's crazy. There's been heavy flooding of periods. So this is where people are soaking through their tampons and sanitary pads and like period underwear within an hour, two hours, where they sit up, stand up from a chair and there's blood, this flooding has happened on their seat where they're losing so much blood. It's dangerous where their iron is unable, their iron levels is unable to get high. They're unable to work, drive, leave the house because that much blood loss obviously comes with dizziness and all sorts of problems. And also just also people having heavy periods where just every hour, every two hours they're needing to change or they use like a moon cup and period underwear and sanitary, like they literally just use every sanitary product <laughs> and have to change constantly. Other clients I've had, they just have no period. And I don't know why, they've just not had a period for years, just none. And they're like, mm, <laughs> not quite sure why. Other clients have just had awful PMS. So this is the more the mood part, like at different points in their cycle, they just feel so unreasonable or angry or so anxious. They don't, they have insomnia, they can't sleep. They just get really angry. They just feel like they become like a, I've had, this is the word a client is used to me. Like I feel like I become a different person for like a chunk of time. And this isn't something that happens just once a year. This is every month. This is like half of your life. This is happening. So there's that PMS that can be um, I've had clients, I've had really sore boobs, like to the point where they're like almost like wear two bras because they, it's just like they're just, the movement before they bleed is like awful. It's just like no, no hugging, no touching, you know, all these kind of things. I've had people that had super long cycles. So they have a period like every 60 days and people that maybe have a period like every 18 days, people have super long periods where their period goes on for like 10, 12, 14 days long. But the people that are just not really, like, they're not really sure they're ovulating at all. People with fertility issues, they're actively trying to conceive and then that's not happening. So there's so much grim stuff that can happen. So I want to, you know, there's that aspect where we are cyclical beings, but also the pain, the heaviness is, is really common, really common but it is not normal. And I totally get, you cannot embrace that my periods are my superpower if you're like bent over in agony a week out of every four, like for basically a quarter of your life, you're on intense pain medication because of your stupid periods. <laughs> That's like, 
I totally get that. So there is that tension here. And it's what we're looking at is really what is common this is what is normal, what is healthy. And because it is super common and it gets talked about and there's no judgment here. If you have awful periods, this is not, you're not doing anything wrong. This isn't your fault. This isn't, don't make, don't, there's no blame here of like, oh, it's my fault, that stupid periods. No, no, don't make yourself wrong. You might learn something in this podcast that you can help, but don't beat yourself up if you didn't know this stuff because you don't know what you don't know, okay? And there's so many reasons for this and that's kind of what I want to share. But I, but... If we think about, um, sorry, someone's just, I think, started mowing the lawn outside my office. So I'm just going to go with it, though. <laughs> this is my one slot in the week to do this. Um, so if we're thinking about periods we, and our cycle, we really want to, A, set the expectation that we are cyclical. We're seasonal. We ebb and flow, and that's brilliant and wonderful, but not too extremes. There shouldn't be extreme this, extreme that. And I use the word shouldn't, that's probably a terrible word to use, but this, don't make yourself wrong for this. This is, just be curious and know that we are so conditioned to tolerate feeling awful. And our medical world has done such a poor job at researching these things, at researching women's health, <laughs> historically, because in, in the research, we often just get um, treated as small men and then like oh you know our hormone stuff is more like well just, just take the pill well just have a baby and then have a hysterectomy vibe and I know it's more in depth than that and there are more options but the the research if you look into medications if you look like it's just not there and so this isn't just don't blame billing yourself okay this is a product of lots of oppressive structures <laughs> be honest and just a lack of information as well if we live in a society where periods are shameful I remember at school you'd be like you'd like hide a tampon or a pad it would be like mortifying if a pad fell on the floor like how weird is that the, the, the reason humanity exists is because people have periods. The reason anyone in power exists on this planet is because someone had a period that meant, you know, and was fertile that meant they could be born. So, but we are, which it's this shameful. You don't say I'm on my period. You don't say I feel so sick. You don't just boldly walk to the toilet with a tampon in your hand. Like, I mean, I think that probably happens more so now. People don't talk about it. Like, it's there's this shame element to it. So then it's just kind of like you feel shameful about it. You're struggling and it's painful and it's kind of where I can't talk about it. It's such an awful system. Like, yes, you're in so much pain. A, there's no research and B, you're not meant to talk about it. Like, how nobody is set up for success <laughs> with this. And that's something we really have to change and thankfully is changing. You know, I know when my girls get their periods there, you know, there's not going to be like secret in our house, like sneaky, sneaky, you know, even my son now will be like, why is there blood in the toilet? Cause I use a moon cup and I'm like, oh, mommy bleeds every month. It's the reason you're alive. <laughs> it's the reason you are here. And it's a great thing, you know? So don't make yourself wrong. There's so many reasons why this is a problem for you. And it's really not your fault, but that I do just want to share hope that there is, there is stuff that can change. And depending on your diagnosis and what's going on for you, that, you know, there's the wiggle room, the, the healing potential is there for all of us, but obviously on your diagnosis, health issues, those kind of things. Um, and also don't feel any shame if you're listening to this and you've taken the pill, you've had a hysterectomy, you like, no, no. Okay. The goal of this episode and this podcast and the work that I do every single week with people is that you feel better. 
okay? And I'm sharing this information because I want you to feel better and I think that this information will help you to feel better. But if you found a way of feeling better outside of this information, great. I'm that, that That's the point. So never forget that. <laughs> okay, so why is this going on? So I want to kind of go through, um, I'm going to share with you three different clients I've worked with in the last 18 months to just share with you different pictures and what their key reasons were so you can see you know, it's easier when you actually think about an actual person. So we'll talk about um, Rachel. She had heavy, painful periods. They weren't like debilitating as in like, you know, I'm off work for a week, but they weren't particularly pleasant. And for her, a big thing here was around her gut health, her mitochondrial function, her sleep quality, and her just overall low energy. That was the main focus of our work together, was that she was like, I've been tired since I'm a child, and I don't know why. I just never get that peak of energy, and I feel like I have a really healthy life, yet my energy is awful. And so that mitochondrial function and um, liver support were really key roles for her. And uh, just after a couple of months, two cycles, her cycle was less heavy, less painful, feeling really good. We also dealt with kind of some stress stuff and supporting her nervous system. So that's like one picture. Then I had another client who just had not had any periods for years. She had been diagnosed with PCOS. She had quite a complex um, health uh, situation happening, was on a lot of different medications. And so with her, there was also some, um, so there was different medication interactions happening. There was obviously this um, diagnosis of PCOS, which is more of a metabolic issue. And there was a lot, a lot, a lot, lot of gut stuff going on, things like SIBO and dysbiosis and all that kind of thing. So those were kind of some of her whys. There was also a lot of stress. So with her, it was like a, a more complicated issue. There was like gut issues. So there nutrient depletions, there was stress. There was this metabolic issue around PCOS. So that's a lot to do with estrogen, uh, sorry, uh, testosterone hormones and insulin management and these kinds of things. And then there was also just known like the, the consequence of various medications. And it's not that she stopped any of those medications at all, but it was just being aware and kind of doing what we could do to really support all the, her treatment um, and making sure she ate enough food because she'd also lost enough weight. So she had times partly because of her digestive issues where she lost weight, not because she was trying to lose weight, but just because eating was so uncomfortable. So we really for her had to work on her digestion. We had to work on getting her to eat more, finding out foods that worked for her. There was some histamine issues going on. And through doing that, that's when she got her period back. Then another client came to me and she had awful periods, really heavy, really painful, would go on for like 10 days, nine or 10 days, like stay in bed, not function vibe, really heavy, really awful. Um, and with this client, we, we knew there was some liver issues going on. So we really worked on detoxification and also gut stuff. When we ran a stool test, her gut was a bit of a mess. So we needed to work on her gut. We needed to work on her, um, on her different, so within the liver, you have different pathways like methylation, glucoordination, sulfation, um, all of these different ways of detoxing and so we needed to do some support around that to really make sure her estrogen was being detoxed and metabolized properly and that her liver just was just really supported to do all it needed to do and really support on her um uh, on her gut health as well that was also an issue and through doing that after a couple of months her periods had shortened they'd become like four or five days long they were less heavy less painful and she'd seen some real improvement there um so there can be lots of whys also things i haven't mentioned a stress plays a huge role like even this last month my 
periods now are basically a very regular, painless, no drama, not very heavy, but you know, just fine, like in the middle. Um, last about three or four days, probably four days, like no drama. But even this last month, I noticed I had a tight, like I, I, I wasn't even in pain, but I maybe felt cramps, which I don't even massively normally do and I knew for me that was just because I'd had a bit more stress this month and I've had the girls have been ill and not sleeping that great so I knew I was just a bit stressed and that has that immediate knock-on effect so stress is a big part environmental toxins heavy metals molds viral things um things you've been exposed to like vaccines or medications these kind of things can all be it's not necessarily saying that they're wrong it's just like it's just cause and effect in terms of side effects and these kind of things your detox pathways genetics can play a role a high sugar diet can be a really really big thing um so there's can be lots and lots of reasons why um this can take place and it's really worth knowing that when it comes to um your periods your periods are a really great way to check in with yourself regularly so maybe you just don't know much about your cycle um but your periods and your poop are things i joke about that i talk to people all the time these are great things to track the health of your period and the whole cycle so your pms the pain the heaviness the color of the blood even can really be a great thing to let you know how well you're doing like in the truest sense of the word, how well is your insides? Another great thing to pay attention to is your poop. Those two things, you can pay attention to your poop and your periods, are great ways to just check in with how you're doing. You want to be pooping one to three times a day, ideally twice a day, really. And you want your periods to be regular, not like pain, not painful, not massive mood shifts. You will see a shift in your mood because again, it's cyclical. It's not going to be consistent. But it shouldn't be like you crash and, you know, anxious, super angry. Like, there should just be a subtle shift there. Um, you really, those are great things to track. So I meant to say that at the beginning. But I always say that, like, as if, if you have a, uh, if you're a cycling human, checking in with your periods, checking in with your poop is great. Are just really great indicators of how well you are. So anyway, sidetracked. So those are a couple of reasons why those are three different clients, three different like presentations of what could be going on. And if you're like, oh, Kezira, I think all of those things might apply to me. I don't really know. I'm not really sure. The best thing you could do is just book that clarity call. Okay. So keziahall.com forward slash book. And we can like talk it out on that because, you know, I, we can't do that on the podcast. <laughs> so those are a couple of big factors of why and what can be going on. So I want to share with you some things to do about this. Now, these will apply if you are going through the menopause and you are having like, because that's another point i've had other clients recently that have been going through menopause or perimenopausal they're noticing that their blood work is showing that you know they're entering that stage of maybe hot flashes or um, insomnia or other things that can come with it and these things still apply yes there's really unique and nuanced stuff if you really want to see results to the next level and that's what we do that's why i create personalized programs with my private clients but here's just a couple of key foundations so this will also play a role if you have PCOS and you don't have a period. This will play a role if you have heavy periods. These two things make a big difference. Um, insulin management, aka balancing your blood sugar. I'll not go into all the details, but your blood sugar, the, the, your insulin regulation or, or the regulation, sorry, of glucose in your blood, which is controlled by insulin, has a massive impact on your sex hormones, specifically your estrogen production and testosterone. 
which is why if you have PCOS, you might have been prescribed metformin because that can really help with your insulin regulation and decrease testosterone. So it's really important that you eat in a way that really supports your blood sugar if you wanna have healthy, happy hormones. This could be if you wanna start a period, this can be if you want to have less pain and it with your periods, because that is possible. It is possible. It's just figuring out what is going wrong. And obviously everyone is different, but managing your blood sugar. And what, what does that mean? You can be like, what, Kezia, insulin management. What does that mean on Tuesday morning? That means every meal you want to be eating a good amount of protein and you want some healthy fat in there. So that means uh, porridge made with skimmed milk and blueberries. No, no, that's not going to help your blood sugar. That means bran flakes and almond milk. No, nope. Not a lot of protein, not a lot of fat going on there, there. That means toast. No, not a lot of protein, not a lot of fat going on there. So really think about each meal where, ask yourself the question, where's the protein? Where's the healthy fat? So for example, this morning, I and this can take a bit of experimentation because you will know when you have balanced, your eat, you've eaten something that balances your blood sugar because you, you don't feel hungry for at least three, maybe four, maybe five hours. So for example, it is 20 to two, and I am just starting to feel hungry for my lunch, but I'm really not starving, but I wanna go for a run, so I will eat something um, later. And I had a breakfast, uh, breakfast at about half eight this morning, so that's what, four hours ago. So I know that what I had for breakfast this morning had a good amount of fat, a good amount of protein, and it worked, it helped with my insulin management. Because if you eat something and an hour later you're hungry, two hours later you're hungry, that's, that, that's... So experiment. Experiment. Maybe have scrambled eggs on toast, avocado and smoked salmon, um, add some protein powder to your porridge, have Greek yogurt and um, seeds and berries. Like introduce more protein and fat. Really simple, but really powerful. Ideally with every meal. But to begin with, start with breakfast and then introduce and then do it into lunch and then do it into dinner and slowly that alone can make do wonders for your sex hormones, for your energy, for your mental health, like so many things. Like I could it's honestly such a game changer and it's really simple to do. So add in more protein, add in more fats. What are those things? That's meat, fish, eggs, dairy products if you tolerate them, um, decent uh, protein powder, seeds, nuts. Um, tofu, um, other kind of plant-based things, maybe made out of pea protein. I wouldn't necessarily, I don't generally think of lentils and pulses as being high on the protein front. They're mainly high in starch and carbs, which is not a bad thing, but it's not a high protein food. So if you're, you know, if you're this, you've got to work really hard at this. If you are quote unquote plant-based or vegetarian, really hard, even harder if you are vegan. Like this, you, like it's the kind of thing you need to be eating tempeh, tofu, protein powder, tahini, um, nuts, seeds, um, like on a meal by meal basis in order to uh, balance this, okay? Next thing you need to do, so in terms of action, is support your liver because we're cyclical. Our hormones aren't consistently the same in our biology, right? That's how, you know, you have times when you have more estrogen, times when you have less estrogen, times when you have more progesterone, times when you have less. So you've got to, your body needs to regulate that. How does it do that? By detoxing out stuff it doesn't need anymore, essentially. It turns off hormones and then you poop it out. So detox support, you've got to poop, regulate every day, twice a day, ideally. How do we do that? 
making sure you're eating good amount of vegetables and fruit and staying hydrated. There's loads more you can do, but those are some real basic things. So again, this morning, before I had my breakfast this morning, I made sure I just made a really quick kind of smoothie slash juice thing. I say juice, it was more of a smoothie, but it was very watery because I make it in my Vitamix that had some beetroot, celery, spinach, broccoli sprouts, lemon juice, cauliflower, um, lemon peel, a bit of stevia to make it not totally disgusting, some spirulina, some adaptogen powder, whisked it up, I drank that. I didn't count it as breakfast, but I, that was just to support my liver so that at least I know today's a hectic day that I can be like, okay, I've supported my liver today. But so really simple ways you can support your liver, staying hydrated. I know this is, I think I probably sometimes take the mick out. This is like, you know, useless advice on the internet, but it is important. Stay hydrated. It's so important. Detox pathways depend a lot on being hydrated and on water. Think about pee, think about poo, think about breath, think about sweat. Okay. Stay hydrated. Um, and adding in more vegetables and fruits and wherever you're at right now, just think about, okay, how can I add in one more portion? That might be taking some carrot sticks and peanut butter to work as a snack. That might be adding in a smoothie like I did. That might be having a side salad with your dinner, but adding that in can make the world of difference. And I know it's really obvious. You probably know that you need to be eating more vegetables. The problem here is probably that you're not doing it. And that's probably why you need support because this isn't just about information. This is about the ability to apply the information. Um, And if you need that support, book your clarity call. We can chat about working together because this is... This is, this is what I do. But those are some things that can really help. So I hope this has been helpful. Know that your hormones are really actually designed to serve you, to really help you. Um, and they don't, yes, they can be totally miserable. I totally get that. They can be awful. And I can completely understand why you may, might hate, hate it. But they are a signal, they are communicating, they're your body telling you something really important. And you are your most healthiest when your hormones are most balanced and you're most fertile, essentially. And like within your cycle, and obviously postmenopausal, that doesn't mean you're less healthy by any means, but it's just that cycle part, which part of the cycle, the bigger cycle of life. Um, and if that's not the case, you don't need to have babies by any means. I'm not having any more babies, but I really want to maintain my fertility because that means I feel good. Like that's the way my DNA is best expressed. That's the best environment for my cells to be in. Okay. So I hope this is helpful. Share it with anybody, you know, these things also insulin management and detox support. Obviously I know this isn't the frame of which we're using, but they play a huge role in fertility. If you're thinking at any point where you want to create a human, do these things support your insulin, support your liver, get detox support. If you want more specific advice, book your calorie call. We can get, you'll gain more clarity and we can chat about working together if that's a good fit, but convince you to nothing. Just means you can, you know, I talk so much about getting personalized support and I kind of, you know, wanted to action that. Anyway, I hope this has been helpful. I'll speak to you soon. Sending you lots of love. Thank you so much for listening. I so value your time. I really hope this helps. Please reach out if you need help. Book in that call. I am here if you need me. Otherwise, I'll speak to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm so glad that you are here. And if you're looking for more in-depth, personalized support, then remember, I'm currently taking on new clients so we could get started working together super soon. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your call with me and we'll just chat it through what it looks like, what it would look like for you and answer all of your questions and you can decide if it's a good fit. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book 
book in your call with me and we can chat super soon on Zoom, which would be really fun. It'd be like a podcast, but where you can reply, <laughs> which is always fun. So I would love to chat with you. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book and we can just chat it through. This is a really chilled, informal chat. No pressure, no weird, weird sales techniques, just a chat on Zoom and feel free to bring a cup of tea. Okay. I look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye.